0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Ty Brown Show. Guys, this podcast is so much fun. I love getting feedback. I love hearing from you. Um, super fun. This week I had uh, someone reach out to me who is like an actual radio broadcaster. It made me feel really cool that someone who broadcasts things would be listening here to the podcast and joining the Dispute Resolution Revolution. All right guys, this week's episode is called Getting the Rest of the Story or Get the Rest of the Story. And this is this is really a call to action in the dispute resolution revolution because a lot of times our problems, our conflicts, the issues we have with others, a lot of times they're solved if we can just keep this commitment to getting the rest of the story. So it's happening. It's going down in 3, 2 and 1. <laughs> Podcasting from conciliators, this is the Ty Brown Show. If you're a human and you think you might have to interact with other humans at some point, and you like that to go well, then listen up. Oh, yeah. It's time to get cozy with conflict. Let's go. And we're back. Okay, uh... Hope you're hope you're ready to roll, guys. We're going to learn some things that are going to help us. Um, and and I I have to say I've heard a lot of a lot of feedback, especially recently, about how it's like, hey, wouldn't you know? But a lot of these dispute resolution principles they really do they really do improve communication. They 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 have actually made an impact on people's relationships. And so the revolution marches on. Um, you're probably wondering well how how well does it march along well our listener base has grown uh, it is up to 1632. that's not bad guys it's getting serious now there are people tuning in there are people learning things sharing this with your family please please do share this share it with your your loved ones your friends um, in this together we can you know if we're all working at our i guess our interactions improving our, our disputes our conflict management skills Uh, we will have happier lives. We will have better communities. We will be able to extinguish some of the contempt that just cankers all of the human dialogue these days. It's true that so many conversations are focused on either forming alliances, you know, so others can share the contempt we feel for a group of people or, or something, or they're just actually spent in actual disagreement. And, and I'm not talking about productive disagreement, which is actually a good thing. It should be encouraged. I'm talking about uh, the, the mindless exchange of verbal hand grenades, uh, not conversations where you're understanding each other and um, <laughs> and, and making reasonable, calculated decisions. So, that's uh that's my little rant um really happy to see that the the listener base continues to grow every week i wonder i'm like ah this is going to be the week where it falters but we've been okay so keep sharing it guys because we got to do this all right so um whoo this week get the rest of the story you'll notice by the way, last week I didn't publish an episode. I'm kind of doing an every other week thing now. And that's not because I'm running out of content or stories. It's mostly because I'm just really busy and having a hard time keeping up the, the schedule. It takes me forever to publish these things. Uh, the recording doesn't take too long, but publishing them takes forever. So, um, sorry about that. I'll, um, I'll, I'll, we'll keep them coming. Just don't, don't give up on me. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, today, November 25th, this little side note, it's my birthday today, guys, I'm getting older and, uh, very, very wise now, very mature, you know? Yeah. No more shenanigans for me. I celebrated my birthday by growing a beard for a week That was nice. Emily loved that. It turns out that kissing, like the the kissing someone with this beard thing going on, yeah, it's totally different. Feels different. And um, I noticed there was a a marked, statistically significant decrease in kisses. So I went ahead and shaved today um, after a week of fabulous beard growth. But it's gone, guys. It's gone all right um so oh, speaking of birthday i wanted to tell you guys a cool gift idea because we're in a season of gift giving emily got me three months of violin lessons isn't that a cool gift that's like outside the box thinking clever i'm way excited about it. i had my first lesson just just barely and it was fun and i've got a lot to learn I, i'm not musical so this is a new thing but what a cool gift So there's an idea for you guys. All right. So last week, last time I should say we talked about gratitude, how it makes, uh, really makes you happier and it makes contempt disappear. It is the great antidote to contempt. If you can feel gratitude in your heart. Now there hasn't been hardly any research done. In fact, I found almost nothing connecting gratitude to conflict management or dispute resolution or difficult conversations. Why not? I mean, I, I think, I don't know. I might have to put on my my research academia hat and put something together to get published because there is a really significant connection, almost mysteriously deep between gratitude and dispute resolution. and I've noticed this mostly as a casual observer of someone who, you know, who facilitates resolution. I see that there are people who are, you know, resolving concerns and the ones who do it best, they're just, they just are grateful people. Like the, the people who are gracious and grateful, they, there's some sort of connection between that and the skill of conflict management. So, um, something to something, something to think on there, guys. If you're really wanting to up your game, if you're really wanting to take it to the next level, yeah, focus, focus on developing the habits of gratitude. Um, and so anyway, go back and listen to last week. If, if you, if you want to know more about that. All right. So our topic today, get the rest of the story. This is our big principle. Um, this is a piggyback actually on the episode of Humble Curiosity. This is our mindset episode really early on. I don't know, one of the first 3 episodes I think. But Humble Curiosity is a mindset and um, getting the rest of the story is the result of having that mindset. So if it's hard for you to conceptualize, you know what I want to I want to embody this new this new mindset, I want to adopt this new perspective that's going to make me so much better in all of my human interactions. Um, If that's like a hard thing for you to then, I guess, take and make it into a behavior, then this this is like the default, this is like the next best thing. If that's just not clicking, if it's not jiving, this is the next best thing. You just focus on getting the rest of the story. Because if that's your mission, you will succeed. I mean, it's a skill that it needs no teaching. It's just like, hey, I have this goal. I want to get the rest of the story. And if you do that, um, you're going to find that it has a really significant impact on on your life, particularly on your difficult conversations. So if, if mindset is difficult for you, just ask yourself, have I gotten the rest of the story? Okay, so to illustrate the principle, I wanted to share a couple of quick uh, quick stories that will demonstrate the power of getting the rest of the story. And it's so funny, by the way, when I'm, when I'm like working with people, you know, business clients on their disputes, I will ask them about the rest of the story. And it's funny because what I'm trying to do is to invite them to consider the fact that they probably don't know everything. And uh, I'm always met with a lot of resistance on that, which is strange. Um, like, are we are we so prideful as to think that we always know the whole story? I hope not. If you're there, you've got an inward mindset that is not doing you any favors, and it's going to make your life a little more miserable. Okay, story here it goes. All right, so I had a meeting set up uh, with a business partner, and it's a regularly occurring meeting, never changes, always the same. And I was just sitting there one day, and the, the two o'clock rolled around. And he wasn't there. I thought, hmm, must must be running a little late. And if I'm honest, this guy's often running, uh, you know, a couple minutes behind. Um, not not too bad, but a little bit. And um, so anyway, there I was waiting, and ten minutes go by, and then fifteen minutes go by, and now now I'm like kind of mad because I'm I'm like not having the most productive time because I'm just sort of waiting for this meeting to start, and I'm just kind of doing you know just going through emails and stuff like, but nothing really productive. And, um, and so I'm getting kind of mad. I'm getting frustrated and, um, it had been kind of a frustrating day in other ways too. And, and so I was, I was prone to feeling this way. Right. Well, what ends up happening is eventually I'm like, you know what, this is going to be like my frustration. Well, I'm, I'm going to do basically an experiment. It's an experiment about how inconsiderate this, this person is. Uh, I'm just going to wait, I'm just going to wait here and uh, we're just going to see just how late he is. And, uh, and then I'm going to make him feel real bad about that, you know? Uh, that was kind of how I was feeling, and, and then as soon as I like realized that this was this was the stream of consciousness I was experiencing, I took a step back. And I thought, what a, like, what a what a bizarre what a bizarre thing to do. It's like I'm feeling I'm frustrated that I'm not being productive right now, so I'm going to choose to be unproductive and hopefully make someone I care about a lot feel bad about it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make much sense when you say it like that, does it? Um, so I decided, okay, you know what? I, I better get the rest of the story. Better figure out why he's not here. And so I reached out, no answer, so I sent a text, and I got a text back right away. And it turns out he was, at, he was at a doctor's appointment, at a medical appointment. He had told me about it the night before, and I just totally forgot. And uh, so anyway, you know, you can imagine, like, you know, what a buffoon I felt like. Oh, man. Um, and you know, and I think I probably did make him feel bad. I, I think I, in my text that I sent over, I think I was said something like, "Hey, you're late. What's going on?" You know, like <laughs> got in my little jab, and then suddenly I just felt like such a doofus, and I thought, "Oh, darn it! Why did I do that?" And it just was this really strong reminder that you know, if, if we're feeling frustration with someone else, if we're upset at them, if someone else has done something that's bothering us, it, there probably is more to their story that if you knew it would make you feel a whole lot better it would you know here i was assuming that this person just didn't really care they didn't take they didn't take our meeting that seriously i was assuming that you know i was making all these assumptions about their intentions and i was making those assumptions based on the way i was feeling you know this person not being at the meeting made me feel bad, made me feel frustrated. I, here I am working hard trying to make things happen and I can't, you know, can't get the support and, and collaboration I need. <laughs> but it turns out that that impact that it was having on me was not even close, was not even close to what this person intended. Um, they were not even close. I mean, it was a totally backwards story. This person, you know, really wanted me to know they cared. They had told me the night before, they weren't going to be there, and I had just completely forgotten. How does that even happen? I don't even know. That's like, it doesn't make any sense, but that's the truth. That's what happened. So let it serve as a lesson to the rest of you to not make fools of yourselves. Remember that there is probably more to the story. Go out and find out what it is. Figure out, inquire. Before you start deciding that they meant to make you feel this way, or that they, you know, you know, before you start assuming intentions on their part, Uh, that they don't care or whatever, go ahead and inquire. Just make that decision. Before I assume any kind of intention, I'm gonna just inquire, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna figure out the rest of the story. All right, there's one story. Here's another story for you. This one's a good one because it's about my wife. I love telling stories about Emily. And it's also about my dad. And my dad is really good at, uh, he's really good at getting the rest of the story. Uh, I would say it's one one of his natural skills. Uh, he's really good at gathering the facts, and that probably comes from his legal background. He's used to just being thorough with, uh, with facts. Um, but anyway, here's an instance where it didn't happen. And then, uh, anyway, so here it goes. Without further ado. So uh, my dad was sending out a group text to mostly just family, family members. Uh, and I don't even remember what it was about. He sent out a group text about something, apparently something everyone should know about. And and I don't know about the rest of you. A lot of times when I send out group texts, I will just, you know, I'll just pick a few people. It's kind of like one representative in each family gets the text. And, hey, look, everyone's on notice now, uh, just because it's easier than putting in everybody's names and numbers. And um, uh, but anyway, in this particular instance, I remember my wife asking me if I had heard about this thing. I said, Oh, you know what? I did, and I just I didn't tell you. I'm sorry. I, I got a text from my dad about that. And yeah, this you know here are the details. And and she was kind of quiet and I could I could tell something was bothering her. I was like, "Well, what's the matter?" And he goes, "Well, she's she's like, "Well, I I kind of wish I wish he I wish he would have included me on this text. I mean, do you do you think he sees me just as 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 one of, you know, one of his girls or or is it different cuz I'm like an in-law?" was like, "Oh, no, definitely. Like, you know, he sees you as as like one of his own, right?" And she's like, "Well, yeah, no, I I know. I know he loves me and all that like, you know, I get that. But but I could still tell that it it just for some reason was just kind of under M's skin that she wasn't included on this group text and so the next day i remember asking my dad about that and just i don't remember what i asked but i just kind of inquired about it and he was like oh you know what i don't think i have the right number for her (laughs) sure enough we look in there and and he doesn't uh it's not like her number changed recently it's just like i guess father-in-laws and daughter-in-laws don't often exchange phone numbers that often and it had changed and anyway so there was so um anyway but as soon as as soon as we got the rest of the story here it was like wow everyone was just on the same page and um and and problem resolved i ended up i ended up telling my wife i said you know it's funny he didn't have your right number and she was like oh my gosh well no wonder no wonder i didn't ever get that text and um you know it wasn't a sign that that he didn't love her as much as his biological daughters. <laughs> you know, it wasn't any of that. It was just it didn't have didn't have the right number, um, and it just you know a lot of the heartache, a lot of the pain that we feel, it's a result of it's a result of us telling ourselves a story that that isn't the whole picture. A lot of times, our story is missing some really important facts that just make it all make sense, make it all feel better and um, when we don't have those facts we're inclined we're inclined to resort to assuming the wrong kinds of intentions and that is dangerous folks so those are those are a couple of, of real life stories uh, where good people with very you know high i'd say high communication skills and with a lot of love for each other can still just have the rest of the story missing and and it can create problems, but all it takes to get it back on track is to just ask, just inquire. So I hope that's helpful to you all. Um, Remember, don't panic. Um, Don't assume that the people who hurt your feelings meant to make you feel that way. You know, if someone misses your meeting, misses your birthday, there's probably part of the story you're missing. Maybe they're at the doctor's and they told you that the night before, and you're just a doofus. Yeah, I've been there, guys. I've been there. All right, so go out there, get the rest of the story. Promise you it'll help.